Tonight on the live stream of consciousness, I'll be talking to Jesse Howe from the Missing Link podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. You have made it again. It is Thursday night, that means, and uh, we are live uh, in another amazing conversation with another uh, amazing person, and uh, we're going to find out all about that that wonderful guest I have tonight in just a minute. Uh, I just want to say the live stream of consciousness is uh, a place where uh, we have intentional conversations. We we talk about what consciousness is. We talk about spirituality, but it's also a place for me to create space for these amazing people to share what it is they're sharing with the world. So uh, I'm not going to take up a lot of time with myself. Uh, I hope everyone had a good holiday. It was a little weird uh, not broadcasting on a Thursday, but uh, I figured everyone was going to be with their family. So I hope everyone had a good little break. We are back uh, and I am going to bring on my next guest. Uh, he has a great podcast called The Missing Link. Um, I, I don't even know how I found it. It just started showing up in my feed. Uh, and, you know, I love this kind of stuff. Uh, I've been doing this about a year and a half. And uh, I'm, the platform is just amazing place to uh, share knowledge and share views. And uh, The Missing Link does just that. Um, so uh, I'm going to talk about what that is and everything uh, with uh, Jesse Howe, the, the host of the Missing Link podcast. Welcome to the podcast, my show. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. How are you doing, man? Uh, doing good. A little bit tired. We had uh, two interviews today. We had three interviews yesterday, and we were supposed to have one interview the day before, but if for the first time he didn't show up and uh i didn't hear from him didn't show up oh, wow. so he ended up playing a replay of the dr um jane interview and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and it was crazy because i just he didn't show up and i waited i waited i just put the interview on dr jane ruby and uh there was over a hundred live people watching it and it That's went just awesome. like it was just amazing. And, uh, you know, I was like, wow, maybe we've got to play a little bit more replays because usually we've been doing so much, uh, so much interviews that, uh, um, we don't really have time for, for any replays, but we've done yeah. 359 interviews in the year and a half that we've been You're doing. You're a madman. I, 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 I tuned into Facebook earlier tonight and I see you and it says live and I'm like wait a second he's doing my show tonight and he's interviewing somebody man you are you're on fire Jesse it's really it's really awesome to see uh I, I definitely find it inspirational what you're doing uh which is why I reached out and I had to have you on the show and and talk to you and find out all about you and uh create some space for you here as well and maybe find out some secrets to uh how you're doing so well uh because I think uh the live stream is is similar uh, conceptually, uh, especially when I did a little digging uh, into who you were and where the where the uh, the missing link came from, which is was really interesting to me. Uh, but I, I'm going to get into the missing link in just a minute and what you're doing and and create that space for you. But I do have to initiate you here uh, on the live stream of consciousness with just a couple of questions, uh, and and I'm really curious to hear your answer because uh, I know we're on a, we're on the same page in a lot of ways, uh, and and we're we're we've got a very similar mission. 
But the question is, uh, what is consciousness? What is what does that mean to you, Jesse? A consciousness is the love that binds us all together. And, mm -hmm. you know, everybody is connected to this like Christ consciousness. It's the consciousness of love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's our soul, you know, is connected and it connects us all together. And I think we're all connected here as one and it's only you that can separate yourself from yourself and they've been doing that with all their engineered um movements and things and groups and labels i'm this and you're that and i'm mm -hmm. this and it's mm -hmm. you know it separates us from ourselves and i think consciousness mm -hmm. is the love that connects us you know together I love that answer, man. I really do. That that is great. Um, and uh, I have uh, somebody here, Stream Lakshmanin. Stream Lakshmanin uh, seems like somebody that you might have brought here, uh, asking me if I believe in God. And I will, uh, I will answer that question. And I, I'm going to say I believe in what Jesse just said. I believe that God is that love consciousness that uh, that Jesse is talking about, uh, and that we're all a part of. Um, and I, I won't go any further than that, but th that is a good question. And, and that's what we're here for. And, and that's a great answer. Um, and then the second question is, uh, I know you've been doing the missing link for about a year. Uh, amazing. What episode are you on now? 800? We just done 359 oh, yeah. in yeah. the last 18 months. That's, that's amazing. That's so phenomenal. And so, so inspirational. And like you said, you, you had three yesterday and two today. Uh, yeah, so yesterday we uh, in, interviewed uh, Lieutenant Stephen Rogers. I uh, used to be uh, in the U.S. military, and then awesome. he became a, a a police lieutenant, and then he went back and he was military intelligence. So I kind of hammered him a little bit because I'm not the biggest fan of the military and, you know, what right. they done. So, you know, I he definitely felt it a little harder than most of my most of my guests so i you know it was it was a really good interview and a really yeah. good guy um he's is he, still... is he like a whistleblower of some sort or is he that have some information he's sharing like i, I know that's kind of usually what you're doing on your show so what, what no what he's just a pod he's a podcaster who's okay. you know he's taken his military career and you know and just you know he connects with a lot of people he does his weekly podcasts and stuff so um, I didn't actually know too much about him. And, mm -hmm. you know, the funny thing is out of the 359 interviews, probably at least 300 people, because there's a bunch of people we've interviewed more than once. Right. But, you know, so over 300 people, 90%, maybe 95%, I didn't even know who they were before I've interviewed them. It's just people saying, hey, interview this person, or hey, you should interview this person. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or someone sent, someone sends me a video, and I'm like, wow, that's a, I like what they're saying. So then I try mm -hmm. to find their contact information and then reach out. And I probably got a, about a thousand invites out there for the missing link. And that's we're awesome. fully booked for all of all of uh, December we're fully booked for all of January and we're already starting to book into February right now. So it's kind of taken a life of its own. It's amazing. Yeah. I think, I think this platform uh, has really uh, become something special, uh, especially with what you're doing with it. And, and I think what, what the live stream of consciousness is, I see we've got a fan out there, Angeline joy. I know who that is. Uh, she's saying, love you, Jesse. How, uh, but um I, I do have to ask you another question before we get into all of that stuff. And that is uh, kind of about your moment. If there is one, you, it may have been 
from a little kid, but I, I, I want to kind of know like what was what was the point where you decided that your belief system was that what we've been taught is not everything and that there's something beyond that, whether it be a spiritual realm, you know, spirit realms or aliens or whatever. What was, what was that moment for you? Um, you, I think you got it right when you said, you know, when I was uh, a, a little kid, um, I remember watching on TV and, you know, they were showing commercials of the people that were starving in Africa and they had their ribs hanging out and, you know, they were just these people with no food and they were asking people for money. And I thought that was so weird because we had so much food in our fridge. We had so much food, you know, uh, we threw out our extra food mm -hmm. when there's people on the other side of the world that don't have any food at all. And mm -hmm. I, I just knew that there was something wrong in the world. And mm -hmm. I was, you know, I've been on a, a, a quest to figure that out for the longest time. I wanted to cure world hunger and the longest time I wanted to become prime minister of Canada. So that way I could, you know, give back to the people and, you know, create food systems where we had an abundance, where we could feed the world, because mm -hmm. I think this is all possible. It's mm -hmm. just we have enough for everybody's need. We just don't have enough for everybody's greed. And that's the mm -hmm. big problem that we all face. Mm -hmm. uh, th that's an amazing answer. And and really, I guess, even as a young kid, to, to make that connection and see that there's something wrong with the world that, you know, you here you are living in a place where you're throwing out food in your refrigerator and you're you're comfortable. And, and maybe you don't even realize how comfortable you are until you see that on TV. And then you're like, wow. You know, I'm comfortable. And then I guess some some sort of light turned on in your heart where you were like, OK, you know, everybody, everybody should should be this comfortable and, and you know, it should be a way for everybody to live like that. That's that's great. I love I love that answer. Um, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like from a young kid, I kind of knew like, you know, I would have odd thoughts about humans being alien chimpanzee hybrids and, you know, different just different thoughts that were not what I was being taught in school and um, made more sense to me <laughs> than, than what I was being taught in school. Um, so, so that would, that actually is a great segue that will bring me to uh, the missing link and, and what it is you're doing. And, and I do want to talk about where it came from because I found it very interesting as I did some digging into, into you and where you come from um, because the missing link is, is almost, I would, I would say it's a, it's a podcast that, um, talks about um, truth and critical thinking and conspiracy theories. You know, I think it addresses a lot of things that were considered conspiracy theories. Uh, originally, when I started following you, a lot of the guests were more spiritual, like psychic mediums and kind of spiritual. And I think that's where I resonated with you. I was like, oh, this guy, you know, he gets it. He talks to these cool people. And then I started seeing that kind of content. And it made sense to me. You know what I mean? Um, I, I kind of, you know, I don't outwardly kind of always necessarily talk about that stuff because I feel like um, it carries a little bit of a negative energy. Um, and and one thing I know we're, we're on the same page is that everything is energy, right? Um, and, and how important understanding energy is and, and your control of energy. And and that's why I think I started the live stream of, pod, of, of consciousness and wanted to have these conversations um but i do find 
the conversations, even though sometimes they do carry this kind of negative energy. And, and I don't, I hope people are understanding. And I know people who watch your show are understanding that the negative energy is not you. The negative energy is what's going on in the world. And, and, and like you said, the, the, the all of the layers and centuries of the way it's been uh, and, and leading up to the way it is, you know, I, I try to be very vague with my words and not very specific. Uh, I know also that you're very open-minded with your guests. You know, you have guests who have, sometimes maybe controversial thoughts and beliefs that they're bringing to the table and, and you just want to hear them. You just want to explore them. And, and again, that's where I think I resonated with you, you know, uh, just really wanting to find out about connect with other people, you know, no matter what. Um, and even though I started out with spirituality, I started realizing I had a, uh, a theologist on my show who's very, very devout, uh, follows Jesus and, and, you know, not, the things that I follow, but I see the similarity in the way he lives his life in, in love and believing that Jesus is love and, you know, um, not necessarily some of the more corrupt versions of, of organized religion. Um, but you know, there are people who follow Jesus and in that very pure way that Jesus is love. Right. And I, I think you're, you're religious also, if I remember in some of my dating, no, or, I know well, absolutely. The, the religion disgusts me. Um, I well, am very not, spiritual and, right. you know, I love Jesus. Um, I love, you know, the different people that have come here to earth to teach love, to show mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't have to be afraid. You can have a connection to the creator without having any organized religion that has to, you have to pay money to mm -hmm. have that creation or, or like in Catholicism, you could be a dirtbag all week long, and mm -hmm. then you just got to go to church on Sunday, say a right. few Hail Marys, pay a little bit of money, and then you can continue being a dirtbag all week long, and then right. go to church, pay a little bit of money, say a few Hail Marys. Like, you know, that stuff disgusts me. Right. You know, and right. so most religions disgust me. And I guess I guess what what I said and 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 you actually again this is what I love about these conversations you're kind of making me look about at the way I see things um to me um Christ is is a religious figure um so so I know that you believe in Christ and I do believe Christ is love I believe Christ is a representation of love I believe Christ was a real person who represented love uh and and all of those things so so, you know, I didn't mean to say that you were religious, but I knew, I, I guess it was the Christ thing that I, I tripped up on there a little bit. So, yeah, so, so that's uh, the, the religion thing is, you know, they've taken, you know, religion was supposed to be a beautiful thing. And, you know, they made it into a business. They made it to hide, you know, their wealth. They made it to wait for them to be able to create roads. And I was just thinking about this the other day. And it's like the Catholic religion used um their religion to build cities to build roads to expand their you know empire their kingdom mm -hmm. through this religious with their religious protections or religious freedoms but i was just thinking of like as sim city you know or when you're building these worlds and you know you're just creating you know new bridges and new pathways what well, that's what religion did and it you know mm -hmm. kind of encompassed the earth through you know the catholic bridge mm -hmm. and you know they they used god you know to to do it and mm -hmm. then they make people afraid to not follow their rules mm 
Mm. And, you know, then scare them that, you know, God or, you know, our creator won't love them if they don't follow their rules. And and that's, you know, very disgusting. And Mm. that's the exact opposite of what creation is about. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I I don't want to get you worked up about religion, but I, but I do that. That's the thing. I agree with you a million percent organized religion. The thing about organized religion here that, that is different than what you and I believe is when we say we're all connected, you know, and there's one collective consciousness is organized religion immediately separates you from God. Like God is a, is a different being who's judging you and, you know, who is more powerful than you. And, kind of taking away your power exactly what you're saying you know that's what that's what organized religion does it takes away your power and 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 makes you separate um but um you know again i want to uh, give you kudos for for what you're doing um and and the way that you talk to people and the space that you give them and the interest that you show them in in what they're about um what i'm curious about is is this and and maybe i'm going here too fast and that is uh in in digging and looking where you came from, uh, I saw about probably about two years ago, you found uh, live streaming, right? And you started going live, it seems, tell me if I'm wrong. And I, I found a lot of streams uh, of you just kind of dancing and, uh, you know, the uh, High Vibe Love Tribe was uh, the name of, of, I guess, what you were doing at the time, or I'm sure it still exists, uh, something that you created. Uh, I, I believe you created it. Um, and you know, it was interesting to me because I'm like, wow, now there's kind of like, when you talk about some of the controversial things you talk about, there is this, this heaviness to it, you know, I mean, it's, it's almost like, wow, the world is, is a lot of stuff going on and we got to really start paying attention. Whereas initially you were just like, be love, you know, you, you, you do a lot of this, which is, I love this. This is, this is like a holy sacred pose, you know what I mean? And, and I find myself when I meditate, I just... I fall into that position naturally. Um, but how did you go from that to where you are now? Like, like, I mean, you're pretty serious and, and in a good way. I mean, you want to share this knowledge. You want people to think, which is what's so important. I mean, the mainstream media just wants you not to think. And, and it's, so, it's so beyond obvious to, to people like you and me who have these kinds of shows where we want to have these conversations. I just, I, before you answer that question, I just want to... Uh, I have to uh, acknowledge uh, Stream Lakshmanin. Uh, he's asking me about where I was born. She. What my et- oh she asking yeah. me uh, about where I was born. Um, you know, uh, I would love to talk to you about all that stuff. This is this is my my chance to give Jesse some space. He's always inter- interviewing everybody. Uh, I will say I was born Jewish. Uh, I was bar mitzvahed, um, and then at that point I was given the choice. Uh, you know, if I wanted to continue my religious studies or not. And and I felt like I didn't resonate with the organized religion. I didn't feel like a, a being that was all powerful would have any expectation of me to gather in a place and give him praise. Like, I, I you know, it just didn't make sense to me. So that's all I'll say about myself and, and my religion and, and stream. You know, if you want to talk, uh, message me. I'd love you to. Uh, I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. You are saying some things here, too, about organized religion. Uh, not bad. It brings people together. Yes, I agree with organized religion. There are some things about organized religion that I think are good. And I think that people do need to believe in things. And, and sometimes 
uh, organized religion is a way for them to kind of believe some of these basic things. If you follow organized religion in a way of love, kind of not what what uh, Jesse was talking about, where you you know you're an, a jerk all week and then you just go pray to like you know say you're you're a good Christian, uh, you know that's not really being true. But if you you live out of love, and I know a lot of people who are religious who do, uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing about religion. Um, evil tries to flourish by separating people through manipulation they fear they control and i think that's a little bit about the, the mainstream media that we were talking about but uh anyway uh i didn't want to <laughs> i don't want to take away from you uh again so, all good and and i'll and i want to explain you. that as well so yeah cool. you know organized religion for people that like organized religion that get benefit out of organized religion that makes them a better person good for them from what I see from my perspective of the overall of what's happened with organized religion and how they manipulate people, the ones at the top, not the people, the good people that go there. Good for them. There's a lot of beautiful people. There's a lot of good Christians that go to church. There's a lot of good Muslims that go to church. There's a lot of good, you know, every religion that goes to church, there's a lot of good people. There's only a small percentage of scumbags. And most of the scumbags are the ones in powerful positions. And so then you'll have people in these religious places. And even, you know, just in, you know, like a, a group, like a prayer Bible study, like I've never been into organized religion. I've never really gone there. I was born a Catholic. Um, I was baptized, but my parents never really took me to church. I went to, um, once in a while, we went on Easter or on Christmas mm -hmm. just for that day. I never went to Bible school. I never got my first communion. So I don't know much about any of that, you know, of the, you know, organized religion part. But for most people, most people are good people. And, you know, and if they find their comfort in that, good for them. I'm, I'm not here to tell anybody that that's bad that they're doing that. It's just what I, has happened with the people in control, like the people in Bible studies. Now, they all of a sudden, they start molesting people because they say, God told me to do that, you know, and then the person is, and these are like people have told me this stuff that's happened yeah, to them, crazy. that they're, that they're, that they have power over these church people and they're at a position of power and they're saying, no, yeah, God told me you need to touch me right now. And it's just like they've used religion because of the position of power and the position of fear, what they put people into. And, and that's the one thing that I don't like about the religion is the fear part of it, you know, right. because they say instead of they're saying, you know, uh, uh, I, I love God. I fear God. You know, I'm a God fearing man. I'm not right. a God fearing man at all. I'm a God loving man. Right. I, I don't exactly. uh, fear. I don't fear beauty. Right. I don't fear love. I don't fear creation. Right. And so I think that's what manipulates people. And that's why I have my own personal, but for anybody that likes it and enjoys it and gets benefit out of it and feels good about it. Good for you. I'm not here to tell anybody what they're doing is wrong because right. that's not my job here because everybody has their own, you know, uh, ability, their own right to think, believe, worship yep. whatever they want i'm not here to tell anybody that you know what they're doing is wrong as long as they aren't actively hurting people the environment or animals right exactly no that's great and that's and that's what it should be that's you know and like you said it's is it so anyway let's so let's get back to the question which was okay 
you know what took you it. from such a, a loving dancing you know move your energy around guy to like you know uh diving into uh what you dive into so we'll rewind the clock back and like when i was 18 and i hung out like i was out of my house at an early age and you know they um, you know, I, I got kind of adopted by lots of rough and tough people in the streets and, you know, kind of showing me how to make money and take care of myself. I was bullied as a kid. And once I learned how powerful I was, I wasn't bullied anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it got into the kind of the drugs and the alcohol, but I always had this mission that I wanted to help. And I wanted to, so I was trying to organize these people to take over the government and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this was 30 years ago. This is wow. when I was like 18, 19 years old. I'd have these little meetings with all these like, really rough and tough people i'm like you know we have to do something about what's going on but kind of got caught away and like you know i got paid to you know party for many years of my life i did lots of bar promotions i lived in cancun where i took people Mm -hmm. vip to the nightclubs i like got paid to get drunk and right 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 like so many years my life has just been like a fun like wild time so it's hard to yeah a lot of it's a blur and so it's hard to want to save the world when you're caught up in drugs and alcohol Sure, sure sure and uh you know so but i always had the mission always researching always learning always studying always talking to people about what was going on and then you know comes social media and the facebook world and then all of a sudden wow all the information and i start connecting with people and i start sharing information and so, but I didn't want to overburden people with all the information of a lot of the horrific stuff that happens in the world. So I would post a lot of funny things, a lot of cute things, and then something conspiracy or something wild, right. something funny, something cute, something conspiracy. So I just kept a big mix. So I didn't really overburden people that, you know, that's crazy Jesse. That's, you know, right, he's right, the, right. he's the conspiracy Jesse guy. Right. So And I did that for like 13 straight years and more and more connected with people and, you know, bigger groups and just, you know, uh, found more like-minded people, learned a lot more of what was going on. And then comes 2016 election. Mm -hmm. And I knew how horrifically evil um, Hillary and her whole, you know, little posse is. Mm -hmm. And so I spent every single day for months and months and months before the election writing deep i would go on i'd smoke a joint and i'd write something deep about her and about you know find something some information that i wanted to share i wrote a good paragraph or two something really eloquently written i'm really good with writing skills like you know putting words together i'd write something and then i started sharing it to every single political post and page that i had seen oh, wow. so i was sharing it to 20 30 40 50 60 pages a night uh, i like, literally on people, all the platform twitter and anybody would post anybody would post yeah. something political i would put it into the comments anybody would share oh, like wow. usa today i'd put it into the comments anybody yeah. would share whatever anything that had to do with politics mm-hmm. i copied and pasted that night's writing and i did that every single night for the entire election and you know i had people say like how many times have you copied and pasted this thing this is like the fifth time i've seen it and i'm like i don't know i've lost count after i didn't count but you know i didn't know after 30 40 you were determined yeah 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 i was determined to show Mm -hmm. people how horrifically evil they are Mm 
And, you know, I, I watched The Apprentice. I always just heard good things about Donald Trump. I had faith that he was going to be doing some good things. He was exposing, you know, fake media. He talked about Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. And so I was pretty much in alignment and I was sure hoping he was going to win over that evil hag. That's for sure. <laughs> and, uh, so I did everything I could in my power to share and I shared and I shared and I shared and I shared every single night. Okay. So then he wins the election and all these things happen. I start doing some live streams, maybe five years ago. Um, I had a, I had a friend that she wanted to do um live streams about different topics uh her name is melissa sterling she has 45 topics when it comes to like love equanimity um joy um uh, uh patience you know all these different subjects about things she, there's 45 topics on she teaches these this kind of course okay so she never really done a live stream and i had done some live streams here and there going on people's shows talking about stuff just because i'm very knowledgeable about a lot of things so i would be guest shows on you know just talking on people and stuff and so she asked me if i would go live with her for 45 days straight and uh do on different topics so there's me every single topic she gave me i wrote out in detail all these you know what the definition was right. different quotes and poems and all these kind of things to make it great so we went and did the 45 day topics live streaming for an hour a night for 45 straight days and then we did it again so we did 90 straight wow. days of an hour and we just repeat i didn't have to do it the second time because i had my notes of my first 45 right. days of the topic so we went 90 days straight got her comfortable doing live streaming got her um uh, uh, having someone accountable knowing that someone's going to be there you got to be there every night it's just mm -hmm. you know when you hold someone to account like that it's easier to not you know, not show up when you know someone's there for you. So we did that. I ended up, uh, um, after that, I ended up uh, going to Thailand. I was going for a 60 day, 65 day trip. It was supposed to be 30 days in Thailand, 35 days in Australia. Um, day five of 65, I broke my foot. I crashed a lawyer, oh. a, a motorbike through a lawyer's office window, and I broke oh. my heel in two places in Koh Phangan, which is Full Moon Party Island. Holy crap. And so I was stuck in Thailand because I ended up getting thrombosis. So I ended up being almost three months in Thailand. I had a beachfront villa where they sold uh, joints, and it was like, it was pretty cool place to be stuck to be stuck in this little cafe where nowhere else really on the island sells weed because it was really illegal there at the time right and uh so these ones were owned by the police and uh they were owned by the police and so you're it was legal to have it like in that facility and that's where i just i couldn't really go much place except for the hospital wow. uh, i had to take a boat to kosamui that was the main hospital on different islands so they had a jet boat that transported me over the ocean and you know wow. I, that was my big adventure or whatever so i was there for almost three months until my uh, uh levels of whatever so my blood was clotted and you know my levels became you know stable and then i went wow. to australia for five days and then i came back to canada but during that time i was doing live streams i was live streaming the food people i remember one guy this canadian guy from montreal he picked me up on a scooter and there's me with my crutches my my broken <laughs> foot and i'm live streaming on oh like on facebook live showing people holding on with my crutches my hand and my phone and and i and i remember my very actually my very first live stream when i broke my foot 
they gave me a bunch of morphine and uh, they were taking me on a jet boat over to the big island because of the severity of my break on my foot and I'm doing a live stream while I'm on the hospital ambulance boat going from one <laughs> island, all like high all, 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 all high on morphine. And I'm talking about the government and the world oh God, and how we, we have to come together to stop them. So this was my like live stream that I had to like, while I was wow. pretty high, was talking again about the government, talking about things that right. I've been talking about for, you know, 30 plus years, and especially right. 13 straight years at that time on Facebook. Right, right. And so, um, you know, come fast forward to 2020 um, when. So, this people, is all pre high vibe love. This is all pre high vibe love tribe. This is all yeah. stuff that I did. Okay. You know, wow. and I did, I was on guests on people's time. shows talking yeah, about yeah. things. So, it wasn't like that. That wasn't the start of the live streaming. So, this is, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, five, six, seven yeah, years. Yeah. I don't even know how I, long I, it's I, been. I, I didn't see that stuff when I was digging. So, this is good. Well, my, my profile of 13 years. So, okay. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. And okay. so, um, at the beginning of 2020, when the lockdown first happened, or well, not the lockdown, when the people started dropping in the streets, my first thing was that they lit up the 5G and that, uh, um, you know, they're going to blame it on this like virus. And, you know, so uh, that was my first thought of what happened that was my public sure. post that was just my this is what i think is happening yeah, and that, that why the people dropped and then um you know all the stuff started craziness started happening you know people being scared and this and afraid and having to wear masks and all this kind of crazy stuff that started happening and um there was a day on i believe it was april 8th and it was you know so now from february march april three months of kind of craziness and then there was a meditate for the earth day with mm -hmm. david wilcock and uh you know so i was great i was promoting it let's all meditate for the earth i'm in alignment with that mm -hmm. you know and all of a sudden you know he's on live and he was with his wife and they're ringing their tibetan singing bowls and I had my Tibetan singing bowl and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go live with them. I'm going to play my Tibetan singing bowl, but not with them, but on my own live stream, right, right, but, sure. but showing the video of them and like, right, you know, right, and right. so all of a sudden I turned it on, started ringing the bowl and all of a sudden there was 10, 15, 20, 25, 28, 30 people wow. like all there on my live. And I was just like, cause I wasn't really going live for myself or anything. I was, you know, joining on these shows besides helping Melissa. Like I don't, right wasn't really going live just to go live hey talk about the world yeah but you I'd were literally raising the vibration you know you literally were raising the yeah. vibration yeah. and so ringing the bull had all these people and everybody's like oh you should you should do this tomorrow you should do this tomorrow and i was like okay so and <laughs> then i just turned on the live did it again and then so um it started off with i would uh um you know i'd smoke a joint and then i would uh uh turn on the live i put on some techno music and then i would just dance and at first i wasn't in the best of shape so we started dancing for 10 or 15 minutes and then Dude, after the 10 or 15 minutes i put on a guided meditation and then a, some healing frequencies then some tibetan singing bowl and i'd end off with the bongo drum and i just entertain people for this time to ra literally raise the vibration right. so at the time when they want everybody's afraid we're 
making people love and in a good That's safe awesome. place and a safe i wish i had space. seen you back then i would i would have really appreciated it it was such a divisive place social media at that at that time you know and during the time like i literally had people tell us like you literally saved my life with this That's high awesome. vibe love tribe like wow. there was a guy that i you know used to go on he we played hockey together as kids he told me that you know, from the time that he was five to the 15, he had been select sexually molested 10 different wow. times and he had forgot about that. And then 20 years later started to remember and he was angry. He was full of rage. He couldn't be around his wife and kids. He lost mm -hmm. his job. And he said for the first time in years, when he started hearing my Tibetan singing bowl, it just brought him to a place of peace. That's and so it, cool. uh, you know, like the stuff is like happening, all these people saying like, wow, this is like, you know, helping us and I'm having the best sleeps. And then Angeline, my girlfriend, she would come to, uh, um, the high vibe love tribe. So we started talking and we started chatting. That's how we kind of, you know, kind of got together. And then later mm -hmm. on, she started joining me on the high vibe love tribe. So we'd be dancing together. So and cool. then even her daughter would come and we would just make, we'd ring our Tibetan singing bowls together. So we did this seven days a week wow. for 11 straight months of the first year of the lockdown. So it went from wow. April 8th, 11 straight months seven days a week there was only four days in 11 months that we didn't go live and that was because uh we were you know camping and there was no connection to the internet right. we were on a road trip there's only four days that we couldn't go live but we were there we committed for 7 p.m 9 p.m eastern time seven days a week for people and is like service to humanity there's nothing you know there wasn't there wasn't anything that was you know we weren't selling anything we weren't getting anything this was just completely just as what we thought so sure. for me because i was pounding so much conspiracy so much information about the world for 13 straight years I wanted to pivot I didn't want when everybody's afraid, what am I going to tell them how evil these people are? I'm going to wow. tell them how they, you know, how they, they, they wow. do this adrenochrome and they're, 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 they're eating kids. And, you know, I don't want to make people more afraid. So instead of that completely left the conspiracy claim, completely left all of that, the high vibe love tribe, that was one of the rules. No, no virus, no, no see thing, nothing you could talk wow. about during this time. It was a place of peace, a place of love. You got all these pages, you got anywhere else, you can talk about whatever. Everybody's sharing all this information, but that was one of the rules for the high vibe love tribe was That's that awesome. you could not, you know, talk anything about, you know, evil, horrific, the virus, any of that kind of stuff was against the rules for talking about it. Amazing intention. It was a very intentional place. Yeah. Safe space cool. for people yeah. to come. Safe space for people to awesome. be able to come to you know, this high vibe love tribe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it worked. We did great. 11 straight months. Awesome. But during that time, like at one point, we had 3,400 live views just on Facebook. 
Wow. It was going crazy before they, they really All started. At one time, they were watching the live stream. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, the number amazing. wasn't 3,400, but we were on for two hours or two and a half hours. When right, I right, shut right. the thing off, 3,400 people had clicked on at one point or another and wow. watched it. That was the highest yeah. number. I think it was 3,427 or something like that. That's and crazy. then more of the censorship came down and started clamping, started clamping down on sharing on Facebook. You couldn't share mm -hmm. things. You could be restricted you're getting put into jails for sharing and all this kind of right. that's when this kind of all this kind of stuff happened like when i was sharing that stuff about the the you know for the 2016 um election mm -hmm. there was no restrictions i shared to 60 pages i shared to wow. 150 pages right. no there was nothing restricted at that time but because of people like me that was a sharing this information about the agenda to hundreds right. of pages, like where mm -hmm. people like we're talking USA Today, we're talking New York wow. Times, we're talking all these in the comments where, you know, lots of people are looking at this stuff. They didn't want to have that. They couldn't have people be their minds being opened and stuff like that. Right. right so, right, right, right. so while I was doing the high vibe love tribe, I was asked to um, host a program called the Truther Telethon that they wanted to put together. And I was like, and they said they wanted to get, you know, 20, or they wanted to get a whole bunch of truth seeking, uh, truth speaking um, podcasters right. on one program, on one event, mm -hmm. on one time. And they asked if I could be the MC and the host or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow. you know what? I'm up for anything, even though I'm doing the high vibe love driving about the love but because I was doing that and hosting and having such a good rapport with people, they, I was asked to be the host of this, you right. know, a program about the world and the conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm a, I mean, I'm a hundred percent. It's kind of become a platform up for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent. Anything to increase, you know, the awareness about what's going on in the world. I was like a hundred percent. I'm in to do that. And so a couple weeks later, you know, after I agreed, the date was supposed to be in like two weeks time. Yeah. The person that was supposed to be putting it on with a couple other people called me bawling her eyes. It's not going to happen. They want to sell know. stuff and we're not going to do it. We can, can, it's not going to happen. I'm so, I put all this work and just panicking and freaking out. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what? I said, let's just put it on me and you will do it. I right. go, me and you can put this thing on. I go, I know lots of people, you know, you know, some people let's just do this thing. And then the next day um, she had found uh, a, another person. He was in kind of a network marketer who was going to do the stream yard and the back end and put it on. Right. And then all of a sudden I started contacting these people. She was contacting these people. We got 26 people to um, come on our first truth. And the first one they were going to call it the truther telethon. We called it the truth telethon. It was me and her that put this thing on together. There was nothing, you know, there, the thing was dead. So right. out of fresh thing, me and her, I said, I'm in, I'll, I'll make sure this happens. Cause usually right. when I put my mind to something, I can make it happen. It's just, you know, one of those things that I have the belief and it just, you know, things sure. happen. So yeah, yeah, we put this thing on. I was the MC and the host and uh, it was wild. We went for 12 straight hours Wow! and I was, you know, introducing the person. Sometimes they wanted to do a, uh, a like a, a dialogue with me. Right, Sometimes right, it right. was just them doing a monologue. Sometimes people didn't show up. So 
I had to talk about the world and what right. the chemtrails right. and about things. I didn't even know that I even, I didn't prepare nothing, but because right. I've been researching this yeah. stuff for so Your many years, it was, yeah, just, yeah. it was just really easy for me just to flow. And once I get talking, I can get talking, right? Especially yeah, no, about- you're, you're a great interviewer. And I think that's part of the success of the show. I just want to acknowledge a couple of things that are going on in the chat. Um, you, when you're talking about the Tibetan bowls, uh, specifically, I know for me, uh, you know, the first time I ever experienced that was just magical. You know, you feel like the sound is coming from inside of you. It's just, it's such an amazing experience, the Tibetan bowls. Uh, and uh, you were talking about that, and Julia was saying uh, the bowls create some amazing vibrations. And you were talking about this event you did, and she said at the time, she said, that sounds awesome, can you do it again? So you have a request for uh, doing another live Tibetan bowls session and uh i also noticed uh somebody who was it where was it it was joseph was asking you to show your long hair and i i was surprised when i saw that you had a ponytail eventually with my research uh and and you got two requests for that actually so i don't know if you want <laughs> if you want to show your long hair yeah, we're, we're, we're you, not on the missing link so we're a little more casual here but my uh <laughs> My yeah. my hair is, is yeah, long uh, hair. Yeah, I rocked long hair for thirty years myself, and just cut it short one day, and and just decided to be a short a short guy now. But uh, it's all cool. I can totally relate. Did you ever play music, or you were just always just kind of like spiritual, well, not a band? Um, well, I I started off in grade seven. I went to guitar class. So I played a little bit of guitar, and then I was in a marching band where um, I played the soprano trumpet. Um, and then I, uh, I ended up wanting to play drums. So I ended up doing the bass drum, but I had to carry this big giant bass drum for the Calgary Stampede parade for five straight hours. So I didn't want to play the bass drum anymore. So I went a little bit to snare drum (laughs) and then I was a DJ. Um, I DJed with vinyl on records. I threw lots of big parties. Like I said, I got paid to party. party I threw lots of parties. Um, and I, I even actually DJed on a radio station. Like I was, I'm a dance hall reggae guy, right? So I right. had my, that was what I DJed was dance hall reggae. And mm-hmm. I was on a dance hall radio station doing some guest spots and stuff like that. Right. So mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, so, but I never really had the long hair. Um, my hair was always slicked back. Mm-hmm. Um, I always had slicked back hair. That was, you know, as we were like, you know, gangster wannabes and, you know, we had the slick back hair and I always had the suits and the ties and, Remember, I was in 16, 17 years old in school with a tie on. People thought right. I was a teacher when I went to the new schools and things. But, <laughs> you know, that's that's how I was. But I never really had the long hair until just recently. And I know that hair is an energy. Like we're very energetic. Everything is frequency and vibration. We're very energetic beings. Hair is actual energy receptors. And so, you know, one thing, the reason why women are so intuitive and, you know, even the, the native Indians would have the long hair because of their intuition and their, their energy, they could perceive things a lot better with the long hair. So yeah. I've just been rocking long hair for the last like three years or, you know, so, and, and you know, that's what I've been. That's what I've been at. So yeah, there was always an energetic thing with why I had long hair. It just felt right to me, and and I, it was weird when I suddenly was like, no, you know, I kind of like it short. It was very weird to me because it had been so long that I hadn't. Um, I do want to go back to the high vibe love tribe videos for a second because I will say, like, as as almost like as odd as I found it, uh, I did find it. You know, I was engaged, and I and. I did find some of the things I just kind of skimmed through it. You know, you talked about 
the reason you were doing it and just moving your body just to move the energy and that we tend to sit in front of the computer and kind of get immersed in technology and let that take over and you know even sit on the couch and watch a movie for two hours which i don't really watch tv i haven't in in a long time uh i do find myself guilty of that sometimes when i'm eating and i turn the tv on um but but it's so true and i did find myself like moving a little bit with the videos and dancing i was like you know i should just put on some music for a little bit every day and dance because because you were talking about how it affected you you noticed that from doing it every day your mind was a little bit sharper because you are doing that mind and body coordination movement stuff you know it it, it makes a lot of sense it really it really does uh i hope i'm not going to embarrass you here but i'm just going to add this to the stream here <laughs> and uh this was what i found uh it was all the way back to the early days uh where you were so just this going... isn't the early days so i wanted no, to let you know so i wanted to let you know that this is the maybe the last few months oh wow um so well, this is two years ago this is uh right but what happened was and so this is what i wanted to get to uh when uh the truth telethon five days before we started the truth telethon. So I told her 13 days before, you know, I said, me and you will put this thing on. We put it on in 13 days. We created from zero. We created this truth telethon into a successful, you know, truth program that we put on. But five awesome. days before the, the date that it was going to uh, be live, they deleted my Facebook account, my 13-year account. No rhyme or reason. They deleted wow. me on Facebook. Uh, maybe because we were putting this thing on. I have no idea. Wow. But five days before the Truth Telethon. So everything that I had ever put on, the first 10 months of the High Vibe Love Tribe, gone, deleted wow. off of Facebook. So that's not the early. This is just the last few months that you, okay. were, that, that you were able to find. Everything else right. is gone, right? That's, so That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Uh, um, uh, I created a second account on, on Facebook and then they, they deleted that. Oh, so my first one that they deleted, no rhyme or reason, they just deleted me. And then they said, if you'd like to dispute this, you click this link and I clicked the link mm -hmm. and it just circled and circled and circled. It I've did nothing. There. So yeah, I, I couldn't, there. I couldn't even dispute Wow. them deleting me they just deleted me that was gone they didn't want that account they there was some stuff maybe lots of the private conversations that they were having in messenger about stuff that was happening to people that were sharing me pictures and evidence and lots of stuff who knows why they right, deleted right, what right. they did um right. we got caught for lots of copyright infringement with the high vibe love tribe so it could have been all the copyright violations that we did i don't know why they could wow. have been the truth telethon they just deleted were me you advertising that 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 you were going to do it and who the guests were going to be and stuff or um i i think at the time we started advertising and we started getting some of the guests and you know i think that started you know that was part of part of what we were doing you know to to let people know that it was on so right. then i created a second account and then they deleted that one and then i created a third account and then they allowed and that's the one that i'm still using now is my third account on facebook and then they gave me my second account back they needed me to put my ids and pictures and all this kind of stuff and i did that for my first account and then they still deleted me and then mm -hmm. they did on the they didn't ask on the second one i created the third one and they put the ids and then they still gave me my second account back so i still have my second account which i just wow. have it dormant 
I just have it, you know, in case anything happens. In case but you need it, right? I, but, but I've gotten put in into jail recently, like into Facebook jail for like the first real time. Because like I watch what I say. I watch how I post. If I'm posting anything about the injection, I put a space in between so I don't put the word. Right, I was, right, right. I was been very careful because I know their algorithms. I'm quite intelligent. So I was always a step kind of ahead of them. So I've never really been in jail except for sharing too much you know right, sharing right. to too many groups and you know and and obviously the copyright infringement or you know or you know those are the ones that you know i did get into trouble with right. so i just leave that second account dormant but when i did get into facebook jail like i don't know six months ago or whatever um th- i tried to open up my other account and they have that account linked to me and it doesn't matter i couldn't post on that account either so oh, both wow. accounts so even though i had Locked. a backup account so right. in order to go through that step, you probably have to set up an account at a library computer, different IP address with a different right. name. And, you know, there's probably ways around it, but I just use my account. I don't go on any other name. I don't have an alias account. I don't have a fake profile. I don't do that. Right. I'm just I meant to just- put this up. Yeah, I meant to put this up earlier. This is uh, where you can find the missing link uh, on Facebook, at least. And then from there, you can find it on YouTube and all the different places. No, no. So you. Oh, right. You got kicked off YouTube, right? Three, two YouTube channels. We've been deleted. Wow. And uh, I we decided not to go back on YouTube because, right. you know, we're building but up. You could be thousands. found on YouTube. A lot of people post their interviews with you on their own channels. So when you do type jesse how you do get a lot of there is some stuff there but i couldn't find your own channel you're right there is yeah three three channels completely deleted completely gone we build up to thousands and thousands of subscribers i had i think it was a hundred thousand hours watched on youtube never got a cent from youtube a hundred thousand hours of our missing link interviews were watched that's what the time was over it was over a hundred thousand hours and not one cent you know it's and i i can't you know it's like you can't dispute these things especially when they're happening to you um which which i understand and again i mean with the live stream i really try to i try to stay on the light side of life and the things that bring light and raise raising the vibration um and i i certainly understand that what you're doing isn't you know there isn't any negative intent you're trying to raise the vibration by spreading this the information uh you know absolutely uh joseph is saying uh they took a page from us about the you know i don't even want to say it out loud i don't know how the algorithms work (laughs) but uh but the thing about that too and and again i don't usually talk about that stuff is is you know it's around you know you hear about uh chester from lincoln park and chris cornell and you know the people that were involved in those same issues and all of a sudden they're dead and you know all of these crazy things going on in the world you know i i, I wanted to address it we're, we're kind of almost at an hour already but i wanted to address the connection between spirituality and consciousness and you know uh these uh these theories you know um conspiracy theories and and because there's a lot of there is a lot of overlap people who are opening their eyes to uh who we are as beings right 3d and 5d and and light and meditation and all of those things are also opening their eyes to the systems that have been put in place that i think we've just been fooled you know and again i don't usually talk about my own beliefs but i certainly do believe we've been been raised to believe things that are created to control us uh you know i think that's as kind of simple as i can put it deception everywhere you know most things that people think that they know are true 
yeah. are BS. Right. And, you know, and there's people that will defend their position on things because it's the facts and it's true. Right. But it's complete BS. But they've right. just been so programmed from right. teaching this from, you know, the Freemason indoctrination camps called schools, you know, that they've ever since they were a kid, they learned these things and they learned this is the way the world is. And it's hard to mm -hmm. shake people from their foundation because mm -hmm. they believe it to be true and factual so much that they would literally die for their position. Right. defending slave masters defending the system that's enslaving us and it's right. it's crazy that's called stockholm syndrome yep. but uh you know that's there's uh, lots of people that truly believe what they're talking but it's not true right right and it's interesting because i've been kind of saying this too and in the spiritual community uh you know i hate a lot of the terminologies that are used but you know the whole idea of uh, there's a veil that's going to be lifted, right? That all of a sudden we're going to realize that things are not what they seemed or what they were told, that we, we were told. And I'm actually starting to realize I don't think it's going to happen that way. I don't think it's going to all of a sudden be lifted. I think it's happening slowly through robots and AI and, and all of these things that are being integrated slowly into our lives right under our feet. You know, things that I enjoy, VR and, you know, the metaverse and all of those things, you know, as, as intriguing and as exciting as they are, they're also a little bit scary because, you know, they do offer that kind of control to any sort of higher, higher powers that are malevolent, you know, and not benevolent powers, you know, but uh, I am a subscriber to duality. So I do believe that benevolence exists as much as malevolence, you know, as much as all of this craziness that's going on, I believe there are uh, forces on the side of good that are, you know, just as kind of, um, I don't know, intricate, you know, as, as the conspiracy theories, you know. Well, I, I'm a little bit different in that theory and I, my theories are a little bit different than most. And uh, I believe everything is yin. I don't mm. think there's a yin and a yang. I think mm. everything is yin. I mm. think yang was created for people to justify their shitty behavior. Mm. I think this dark, oh, there has to be dark. And in order to have light, you have to have dark. I don't subscribe mm. to that. I believe really? everything is light. Mm. I think that they created dark to justify them being jackasses, to justify wars, to justify. They've created this theory that there is dark, there's this evil forces, there's just man is, you know, inherently right. bad. Right. But right, I right. think it's just to justify them doing what they're doing to make themselves feel better about their shitty things that they're putting out into the collective interesting interesting so so i think that that almost opens up a whole other conversation about dimensions and 5d and 3d and some of those things because for me my subscription i do subscribe to duality i do believe there's good and i do believe there's evil and that they exist simultaneously but I, but i believe that is specifically in the 3d realm like it's part of the limitations of a 3d existence is duality exists in 3d and i think once you get to 5d you're right everything is one we're all one right it's that that whole collective consciousness thing that we talked about way at the beginning of the show that we're all one and i think where we're all one in that realm in that existence whatever dimension that is yeah there is no evil it is all one 
you know um so so i do think we're on the same page even though we may describe it a little bit differently um and that's and i think that's what uh makes us similar and that's what makes this platform so great and and also people who are willing to talk to each other and and not at each other um you know what i mean and 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 listen to each other and and i mean like you said a couple of things and i was like oh yeah you know what maybe i'm looking at things a little like the christ thing and and stuff like that like maybe christ isn't religion but christ is more love you know like so certain things that we make each other think and and I like to believe that there's a good enough contingency of us out there, uh, you know, that we will continue to do this and use this platform. Uh, again, I love your show, uh, The Missing Link. Um, I love the way you talk to people. I love the platform that you give people. Uh, you had um, Flat Earth Dave on your show recently. Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, everything he was saying makes sense. And that's the crazy part about... You know, um, I believe there's four different types of people. Mm -hmm. One are the ones who are fully indoctrinated and just believe the programming. Mm -hmm. Two, the ones who are full of shit, who will convince you of things just because they want whatever, popularity, money, because they're deceivers, whatever Mm -hmm. there is, they're just full of shit. Mm-hmm. Number three is the ones that are doing this to us, a very small group, but they kind of know what's going on because they're privy to this information, whether they're just the Freemasons or the Illuminatis or the, you know, the Jesuits, whoever, you know, the ones who are actually kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then there's four is everybody else that are just trying to figure this out. Like it's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the majority of people. You know, there's a lot of fence jumpers that will yeah. go from one side to the other, but mm-hmm. most people don't really have a clue, but are trying or looking or searching yeah. or trying to figure and things out. It's not out. an easy time. You know what I mean? With with all of the information that's out there, there's as much mi- misinformation out there. You know, there's as many people out there who are fighting to censor what's being said as are fighting to say what they want to say. You know what I mean? So, so I had Flat Earth Dave on the show, and that was kind of where my show started going in a different direction and I started to add more thoughts and my purpose of having him on the show was I was seeing your interview with him was great you you gave him some some time some space you gave him a place to to say what he wanted to without attacking him and you were listening to him but most of what I see you know the the people that are interviewing are are just calling him an idiot and I see him getting the the crap beat out of him and I wanted to I wanted to I I don't I can't wrap my head around flat earth a hundred percent. Right. Because I still hold on to things I've been taught, but I do find common ground with Dave. I do believe that everything I've been taught is not true. You know what I mean? Not necessarily true. So that's why I wanted to have him on my show and have the conversation to, to show. And I actually asked him, you know, what is consciousness? I asked him what his spiritual beliefs are. And he said, he believes that we have a soul, and that is eternal. That's beyond the 3D. You know what I mean? Um, but I guess I guess we are, we're here in 3D. So we got to pay attention to it and be wrapped up in it to some degree, right? As far as all of these conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> one, of, one of the things I always think about when, when I'm listening to your show, I'm like, but wait a second, this is all just a simulation anyway. This is all just, this is all just a thought. This isn't even real. And then I just kind of like, all right, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, probably too much cannabis well it's real while we're here 
right? As much as, you know, it can say Absolutely. this is assimilation, as long as you're living and breathing here on earth, you're here in the third dimension, you Absolutely. can want your consciousness to be as much 5D as possible. But if you still need to go to the grocery store and use your cash or your debit card or whatever, you're still living in the 3D world. If you're in a little island or in a little cabin in the forest where you grow your own food and you're living symbiotically with nature and you're not involved in the system well you can be in whatever dimension you want because that's you're just you're in a nice beautiful peaceful place but as long as you're in the system you're still in the third dimension you're still having to you know to 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 do slave labor to to make right. money to do whatever you can to survive right. and that's real you love people you care about people when people pass on you know to from out of the third dimension your your heart sinks you 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 have these emotions when you know when you hurt yourself it hurts you know i've got you know uh bad hip joints um, where it's bone on bone, I'm, you know, constantly in pain. Like that's real. Like Sorry, that's yeah, not yeah, just yeah, assimilation. Yeah. I feel mm -hmm. that pain mm -hmm. when I have a hard time picking something off on the floor. It's not assimilation. That's real pain that I'm feeling. Right, and right. so a lot of people want to try to get out of, oh yeah, this is just the, the 3D. It's not real, but it is while we're here. Right, right. No, and 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 I and I and I I subscribe to both. I subscribe to both. I mean, I believe that you know that there's this I am. There is this this consciousness, right? That's observing everything. So I believe that that's kind of in a different place. Um, there's, you know what? I got to have you back on the show because we didn't. We just barely scratched the surface. I think if you're if you're interested, I would love to have. Yeah, you Yeah, of course. But I'm not finished my 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 story. Oh, 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 oh sorry. I wasn't I wasn't signing off yet. I was just getting excited. I mean, we haven't even talked about Mandela effect and all of that fun stuff. But yeah, I, I'll come back anytime. I, I don't oh, get you know. I I some people ask me to be on their show and then they rarely ever follow through. I've had oh, wow. like 10 people ask me and out of the 10, two people I think have had oh, me on weird. their, have me on their show. So it's a little bit strange. So I yeah, actually I like the opportunity awesome. because I don't talk a lot on my shows. I just, because yeah. I'm there to try to get other people talking. That's kind of the point of, you know, me being able to give people a platform because most people just want to be heard. And in an era where there's so much censorship, there's so much clampdown, that's why it's easy for me to get all these, you know, famous people or well-known people in the world, 30 doctors and all these people, David Icke and Del Bigtree and all these, because of censorship, you know, they want to come on and be able to be heard by people, you know, that, you know, are, are, are all that want to hear these things. And I don't have the biggest, you know, uh, subscriber list. And like when I started, I had David Icke on episode 15 and I had a couple hundred subscribers when David Icke came on the missing link. Right. And so, you know, but because of the censorship and the clampdown, he just wants to be heard and like right. with most people and, but we don't limit to people with big, large subscribers or, you know, we just want to give a, a, a platform to anybody that really wants to share their knowledge, their thoughts on the world and just, want to be heard but i just wanted to finish off with the 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 uh, missing link so we did this truth telethon and then um the one person the very crazy you know person who asked me to do this truth telethon uh, with her 
um, very, who knows what her intentions are, but she goes around and she finds people and then she puts them against each other and starts mm -hmm. talking behind the back. And so she's one of those, you know, truther parasites, you know, that really, yeah, yeah. really, well, she's trying to get people at each other. She's trying to break up the movement. So, you know, who she's obviously not working on the right team, but at the time I didn't know that. I just thought she was a little bit crazy a little bit eccentric crying because it's not going on and you know i'm like okay know. calm down and calm down we can do this we can put this on me and you will do this so then we had the second one that we had and we think we did that in a two-day split we had uh or maybe the first one was two days eight hours eight or ten hours the first day to ten hours the uh, second day and then we went uh and did you know one where it was all together and uh while while we were on, she her and she wanted to get on and talk to one of the guests. Um, I don't know if it was Max Egan or somebody that was, you know, she knew for a long time. And the other person, the guy in behind the scenes, he was like, No, you, you can't go in there. Jesse is handling this, you know, that's his job or whatever. And she got all her panties up in a bunch and she split. She left us in the middle of oh, wow. our show. And then Holy she moly. came back to the stream yard. And I guess he saw her in the room and he wouldn't bring her back in and she got all mad. And then all of a sudden she's been on a tear trying to tear me and uh, my girlfriend apart, spreading lies, oh, saying man. that we're this and that she can't stop talking to us two years later. She's still, you know, she, we can't, she's obviously, she doesn't want to let her out of our, out of her, out of her mouth, you know, is we're just constantly, you know, she's saying whatever, yada, bloody, yada, yada. So, um, before we had the second one, she had told me, well, why don't you bring Angeline with you and have her sit? And Angeline was busy all day long. And I think it was eight o'clock at night. This weird stuff happened with her and him before this. Mm -hmm. And then Angeline came and sat beside me for the last couple hours of the, of the thing. She didn't really say anything, right? She was just there as support. Yeah. And uh, as we talked to these people. Well, that was it. Y'all, you took put her in instead of me. You're trying to take over my show, and now it's her show. And now oh, we did this thing, and she's trying to blame me for whatever happened with him and her. I don't even know what was going on. I'm crazy doing this, 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 all the interviews and here and there, and one person out. And because Angeline came and she wasn't allowed in, now it was a big conspiracy that we didn't want her there and we wanted Angeline there because, you know, she kind of looks like a man and Angeline's so beautiful. It's like, you know, maybe whatever. Who it knows sounds what? a little unstable, you know? Yeah, <laughs> who knows what, whatever the craziness in her head was yeah. like, you know, the jealousy, whatever the, the, the cuckoo-ness, you know? She wasn't and then able she's to been, handle it. Yeah, she's been spreading the last two years. She's been trying to destroy our credibility, trying to destroy our name. She's pulled people away. She's got people. I can't believe you would do that to her and steal her show and all this kind of things. And I, all I do is help people. I People come to me. Can, can you help me? And I do whatever I can to help people. This is who I am. This is what I've always been about. I've right. helped some some major people become very, very wealthy. And I've got screwed over with no contract like taking companies to million dollar companies without right. a contract. And then I get shafted, not even a cent remuneration for things that I've done to help people. Like, but that's just who I am. I just keep right. helping people. I love to help people because right. what else am I here for to, well, you know, to I think people on uh, no. No, no, but I think, I think you know it as well uh, that that whole situation is a lesson for, for her 
and a lesson for you guys, you know, and, and you learned what you needed to, I'm sure. And she's probably still learning it if she's still yapping out there about you. <laughs> well, so then we did a learn it. So we did a third one where he started a third truth telethon and it was the toxin telethon. So we we're going to all focus on toxins, radio frequencies. And then he started selling like little frequency badge. Cause this is a network marketer, little like, uh, uh, like the, these, these badges or whatever, those frequencies that you put on your phones and, right, right. you know, RFID, he was selling all yeah. these things and well, whatever. So we had her, but she was like, that's it. I'm not part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. I want nothing to do with it. And she's the one who split. Right. So she right. left us. Right. And then right, right, right. after that, we never put one on. Uh, this was too much craziness and whatever. And then so me and Angeline were like, you know, uh, but after the first one that we had, everybody was like, wow, Jesse, you found your niche. You're really good at this. You should yeah. be doing this thing because, yeah. I, you know, I was dialoguing with people. I was like, you know, I was, you know, sometimes monologuing myself. I was, they were just like, wow, this, like you found your calling type of thing. And I was just like, oh, I actually really enjoyed this. I work yeah. really good under pressure Yeah. Um, when people not showing up and me having to text people in the middle and know some of my podcaster friends. Hey man, we just had someone cancel. Can you fill this spot? And just this craziness. I like it. I love I love pressure. it too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that was one of the things I related to with you too. It's like, you know, I, I never expected to be doing this. I was always behind the scenes and I was doing it for Jesse blaze Snyder, who's a D Snyder's son. And, uh, I was doing, he was doing a class on spirituality and I was just, pro uh, you know, producing it for him from behind the scenes. And when he was done, he's like, I really like this. I want to do it some more. Will you be my co-host? And he's so animated and has so much charisma that it was easy for me to step in and all of a sudden, I just absorbed that. And and then he left, and I just started interviewing people, and everyone's like, you should be doing it. Like, this is good. Like this is. And you know what it is? It's just authentic. It's just like, I really enjoy talking to people. I really enjoy making the connection. This has been an amazing conversation. I love watching your show because... I, I can relate to that energy of connecting to people. And, and I, I started using the tagline, like connecting the collective one soul at a time, you know, like just each interview, because not only are you and I connecting right now, but you brought your audience, my audience is here and everybody's connecting. They're all interacting, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the chat room. And it's all really good. Um, I do want to bring up, somebody asked uh, earlier, we were talking, I, I was ta we were talking about the simulation, the idea of a simulation, and Marsha says, am I trying to say that everything is just an illusion? I just want to kind of explain my perspective on the idea of a simulation. Um, you know, my idea on the simulation is that, you know, thoughts, uh, and this is kind of scientific based, scientifically based, you know, thoughts are electrical impulses that are happening and we're perceiving inputs, right? So from our, from our eyes, from our fingers, whatever senses we're inputting these, these, uh, stimuli and then we're having these thoughts and responding to them so to me uh, what it it can stop there right and it could just be that why does it actually have to be this desk in front of me that i'm touching i could just be thinking that i'm touching the desk and that could be the thought and the experience of it is happening in an electrical energetic dimension right that's what i mean by that so i'm not saying everything is illusion and i, I don't and I don't mean to even start a conversation about it, but I just wanted to clarify kind of 
my thoughts. Like, I don't think it's a, a computer program um, so much to speak, although I do believe that math is definitely an important uh, basis of the universe in a lot of ways. Um, and again, those are other discussions for complete other episodes, right? Yeah, like the Fibonacci sequence, everything is mathematical equations, everything goes in patterns. And, you know, things are, you know, it's, it's pretty wild what we are living and experiencing. But for me, this is heaven. And the reason why I say I that say is that, yeah. I can't, I can't um, imagine uh, something better than this place here where we have free will, supposed to have free will, mm -hmm. freedom mm -hmm. to love, freedom to touch, freedom to explore, freedom to smell, freedom to feel, freedom to the emotions. I don't know the next place from here if we're going to have this type of freedom. Right. And even though there are people here that want to take our freedoms away and want to control us and make us into slaves and have to work, this still is pretty a amazing place like you know, you know i gotta say i and 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 i love i think that's what resonates with with me about you is that that's what makes you such a loving person so even though you have all of these beliefs and thoughts about the evil stuff that's going on you still know that you have the choice to be loving or not be loving and and you know that you choose to be loving and that is what gives you your own peace you know you're like i i i could i am what i'm putting out into this world you know what i mean and and just that awareness is so important and to me that's kind of part of what consciousness is right being aware of what you're putting out into the world everything is an energetic exchange this conversation we're having is an energetic exchange and we're we're offering to each other this amazing energy which is why this conversation is so great you know what I mean? I could, we could be arguing and I could be like, you're an idiot. And, and it would be, you know, would have that energy to the conversation. It would feel totally different, you know? Probably so, have a lot more viewers if it seems know, like right? seems like when you put that energy out there and when when I get like if sometimes I I like I'm a Scorpio and I'm born mm, on the too. last day of the Scorpio Libra cusp. So wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Are you saying your birthday is October twenty third? No, twenty sixth. So 26th. that's the first. Yeah, that's the first day of Scorpio, but the last day of the Scorpio Libra cusp. So there's, I, I believe mm -hmm. there's three days before, I think it's October 20th is the first part. That's the Libra Scorpio cusp. I'm I on see. the last day. So I'm on the October 26th. I'm October and, 23rd. And so the, actually <laughs> my, my, uh, my, my best friend who um, passed away and I had to move back from Cancun. I told him I'd look out for his family if anything ever happened to him. So I helped raise his three kids. Wow. Um, you know, I, I left. The, the, I was the ultimate bachelor living in Cancun, making, you know, crazy amounts of money to party and have fun. But I decided to leave Cancun. And uh, um, I came back to Canada to help raise my buddy's three kids. Wow. And, That's so uh, honorable. And so I promised him if anything ever happened to him. But his birthday was October 23rd. And wow. so, and we had other friends, October 24th, October 25th, and then another one, October 27th. Oh, so wow. that was, that was the week, that was party week. Like that was literally, we took the whole week off for years and years and years because the whole week, every night was a party. And that's when I still drank. Like I stopped drinking, um, nine years ago, I stopped uh, smoking cigarettes eight years ago. I stopped all synthetic drugs seven and a half years ago. 
I mean, uh, eight and a half years ago. And then I stopped eating meat. Uh, it's coming up on five years in January will be, I stopped eating meat. So I've done all these things to better myself. And, mm -hmm. and then with all the stuff that I've known and learned, I'm able to focus on connecting with people and teaching people and, and, and really connecting into consciousness more than when I was inebriated, when, right. you know, even though I knew these things and wanted to do these things and wanted to help these people, you know, all of a sudden the next person comes over with a case of beer and now I'm partying for the next what 36 it, hours straight. <laughs> and, you know, like who's thinking about saving the world when you're, you know, all intoxicated and inebriated and, and things like that. So drugs and alcohol took me away from my mission for quite a few years, but one of the best decisions I ever made was nine years ago was to stop drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. And uh, my life has become significantly better ever since. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You, you, again, from, from the minute I somehow tripped over your show and started watching you the first, the first response I had was what the heck is going on? Cause you, like you said, you don't talk a lot. So you're just like staring and your guest is talking and I'm like, this guy, what, what's going on here? But there was such an amazing vibration and authenticity to it that uh, I stayed engaged and uh, I became a fan. Um, so, uh, so I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of use this moment. I just realized like I should probably pitch my own show to your users who are here watching you. Uh, the live stream of consciousness is, is, is very similar in it's a platform for, you know, people to have a conversation, uh, that is, is usually pretty interesting. And then other people to, to be there and everybody contributes energy. So I started saying earlier that this conversation is an energy exchange between Jesse and me, but it's also an energy exchange between us and you guys um and and you guys are giving us your energy by commenting and being there and and intently listening or or not intently listening i find even when i get hecklers on here it it it, it adds to the energy it's like it's like hey man you're here so you can say all the shit you want but you're hanging out and you're finding the finding the need to get involved <laughs> you know what i mean so so i i i'm very similar to you i i, I try to find the the light in every situation, uh, you know, that you can, because it's, it's a choice, right? A couple of years ago when, uh, maybe it was like two and a half or three years ago. And I started doing more live streams and things and they had troll groups where they just go and troll live streamers at that time. Like they had actual little troll groups and then wow. 10 people would show up and start saying weird things and all that. And I remember the troll group came to one of my live streams and I was just so nice to all of them. They were like, they were, they were like, yo, man, you're way too nice for us to be here. And they never bothered me again. So they funny. left. And I could yeah. see them doing these things. They would say, talk about couches and, hey, you want to buy a couch? And who's got that couch for sale? Like, they do these weird things. And they talk all these weird things. They came for like five or ten minutes. And then they just were nice. And they were well, like, man, you're way, you're way too it's nice. All, it's energy, man. You have you have it's your energy you have a good energy i actually and, i the same thing happened with flat earth dave a couple of his guys were like wow this guy mike ain't, ain't so bad and they sub subscribed to my channel so i got a i got a couple subscribers from flat earth dave that was kind of cool so where are we live right now we're live just uh, on we're facebook on, we're on youtube uh i have a youtube channel for live stream of consciousness so it's it's just all episodes of the live stream of consciousness uh and then facebook there's a live stream of consciousness page that has all the live episodes and on my personal page we're live. So I've, I'm going three places right now. 
uh, live. And then I take usually take the episodes and I've been going to uh, Anchor to uh, put them on podcasts. So they go to uh, like Amazon podcasts and Apple podcasts. Um, and surprisingly enough, like, you know, I don't even uh, advertise that stuff, but people, people listen to the episodes. And, and again, I think, I think it's the, the place that we're at in humanity and the, the platform itself has really become something uh, as a, as a way to, to unite people rather than to divide, you know, and that's what I love about it. It's like, wow, this same platform that was a battlefield a couple of years ago is really now a place where people can create communities you know what i mean like the like your missing link community um you know it, it's just it's just such a great place um and i see venus at starshine saying she will subscribe yay yeah, we have a successful night i got a, a new subscriber well see um, and a lot of the people of the you know that we built at the high vibe love tribe when we decided you know no more the you know truth or telethons and then you know we had a whole bunch of people that we interviewed we had a whole bunch of contacts and then me and my girlfriend were like well let's create this show and i wanted to do this this business with this guy called the missing link before so i had the missing link in my head and then angeline came up with the acronym for link and it's love inspiring new knowledge and yeah, it's like the, yeah, it's yeah. like the perfect acronym for and you know she's behind the scenes sharing things out she makes all the promo ads you know all wow. the all the digital stuff so it's you know us where it's you know we are both you know putting this together but the missing link is just finding missing links about the world that you know are people that we want to know so it's you know connecting, i'm not the, i'm not the, yeah i'm not the missing link the missing right. link is a life of its own sure. right and the missing link is just whatever missing links you know that people that people need to learn and and we interview everybody from every walk of life and it doesn't matter right. and like i want to interview you know dr frouchy i want to you know i want to interview i've sent a invitation I, listen, to him. i'm i'm with you man i would love to have russell brand on my show you know what i mean like and it's really interesting i noticed that your branding colors were very similar to my branding colors this kind of dark blue and purple and dark and and now russell brands his new branding on uh, rumble is also the similar color scheme so we're on to something jesse i think uh i think we got we're connected to some sort of vibe well purple is my favorite color and i actually reached out to russell brand maybe like eight months ago and his team got back to me and said that you know he was not they're not interested at this time or whatever right but you know at the time we got like you know a thousand subscribers and they've got three hundred thousand so that that's the shocking part for me was that a lot of people that have decided to come on to the missing link mm -hmm. um are people that have you know big subscriber lists you know of thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people like lee camp i used to watch lee camp he's a political comedian i'm not sure if you know who he is but I've been watching his stuff for about 10 years and he used to get three, four, five hundred thousand views on all of his videos. And he was interview number seven when we just started the missing link and we just started and I just reached out to him and I, Hey, I'd love to interview on you on my show. And like I said, he, but at the time he was very, very censored. And right. so he was only getting 2000 views when he was getting half a million before. And, yep. you know, so for him to go on other platforms to reach more people is, right. you know, I could Help see, him, yeah. I could see why, you know, right. people would want to go on these alternative platforms, but I've had somebody, I'm not sure if you know, oh, what's his name? Um, he actually did a hit piece on me. 
So well, it wasn't on me. It was called the Luciferian Agenda. Okay. And uh, he's this, I don't know, kind of religious guy or whatever. And uh, um, he was talking about all these doctors who are speaking out against the agenda and they're with the Trump and the vaccine. And it's they're all Luciferians. They believe in transcendental meditation. And, you know, he's doing all these things like and it was like it's a two hour long video or maybe like an hour and an hour and 15 minutes long video. And then they he all of a sudden he says, and who is this Jesse Hell guy? He seems to be interviewing all of these people. Is he some kind of content creator for this <laughs> Luciferian agenda? And like he's like he's got no subscribers, but he seems to be interviewing all of these big names and doctors. And you know, and like, yeah. but he didn't feel he failed to mention at the time we had nine or ten thousand subscribers on facebook so that's not no subscribers right sure, yeah, yeah, these, yeah these other channels and he's supposed to be some researcher but he wanted to make it look like we had no subscribers right. and we're just interviewing all these names and you know he actually like showed the missing link and like people were saying take that as a compliment yeah, he's totally. giving you free publicity it, 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 free, i agree with that <laughs> i agree with that you know and and that's another thing that i love about this platform and i admire about what you're doing um it does like suddenly i realize like it started for me i have a lot of really close friends who are spiritual uh, psychic mediums and akashic records readers they do past lives and and so i had a whole i went through all of my friends and then i realized I can actually reach out to people who I admire and ask them to be on the show. So there was this whole manifesting intention thing happening and it's, it's so great. And I see that happening with you. I got a chance to interview uh, Tommy Chong, which was so amazing. Um, and then one of my listeners, uh, Jill uh, suggested she saw um, Lori Ladd, who is a, a current author, very popular, wrote a, an amazing book called the divine design. Uh, and she was just like, blowing up on Instagram, hundreds of thousands of followers. And I just reached out to her and she was on my show and we had such a great conversation. Uh, I started reading her book. I don't even really read much. And I started reading her book and I felt the energy in the book. It was, it was amazing. So uh, yeah, this is, this platform is awesome. Um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on now that you're talking about it i mean you have a you have a ton of followers and and all i did was ask you to come on and you did and i don't i don't have that many followers but i do have an authentic show uh and and i i do resonate with you so i'm glad you gave me the chance to talk to you i hope you resonated back uh and and felt like uh felt like this was worth your while 100 percent. i like your energy and i'm glad yeah. that i've got to know you better now awesome. um i'm super busy so i didn't get a chance to do much research into you and you just mm -hmm. asked me and i just said sure yeah, and yeah. uh so i didn't know too much about you i knew i seen you pop up here and there on the missing link and stuff yeah. and i knew that if you were popping up onto the missing link then you know you're worthy of you know having a conversation with and stuff cool. and so that's all i knew but now i know more about you and i like can feel people's energies a lot right i'm yeah, very yeah. empathetic that way so i see that we're in quite an alignment yeah. you know when it comes to energy so you know we've got a new friend here awesome awesome well uh stay backstage when i put you there uh and we'll talk after i after i sign off um but uh, before i do that wow we're at 10 30 before i do that um do you have any words of wisdom to impart to my viewers and, and your viewers who are all here cheering you on? <laughs> words of wisdom. So this is a long and, you know, sometimes hard road. 
There's a lot of craziness. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of things that people are putting into collective. You can't always control what people say. You can't always comprehend what people are doing, but you can control how you respond to things. Mm -hmm. And you just want to make sure that you're responding the best you can so you can be proud of yourself. It may not always work favorable, you know, to you, but as long as you're true to yourself, that's all that matters and you will get through. The universe will protect you, will flow through. Life is eternal, so there isn't anything to be afraid about because this is just a stopping ground. After this, there's more. So don't be afraid. Do what you want to do while you're here. Speak up. Stand out right now. We need people coming together more than ever. And yep. just have love as your base. Because if you can start loving everyone and everything, then the whole collective consciousness, the vibration, you know, yeah. we raise the vibrations. And the more it feels, it ripples, it impacts. And the more love that we have, the less power they have and the more utopic it will become. And that's the ultimate goal for me yes. is not only to cure world hunger or stop world hunger. It is for us to become into a utopia like it's supposed to be heaven on earth. And that's what I want to bring back here. Awesome. And I, and I will say with no religious context, amen to that. <laughs> uh, amen. And I say like when we would do the high vibe love tribes, I'd say namaste and amen. Yeah. So okay. I would say, I would say the both. So, you know, my greeting, like, my greeting is usually, I usually say peace, peace. That's usually my greeting. Well, thanks again, Jesse. Thank you for your wisdom. I'm going to put you backstage for a second. I'm going to sign off, but hang, hang back there for a minute. Cause I do want to talk to you. And uh, I'm glad that I found a new friend. Sounds good. Thanks, Michael. And may the source be with you. Yes. Awesome. Oh, my God. Wow. That was amazing. I love it. I love this platform. I love the fact that people are out there listening to uh, me and Jesse or whoever is, is here with me talking and just kind of putting our energy out there. And uh, I appreciate everybody's energy. Uh, you guys all brought some really good energy here tonight. Uh, hopefully you guys will be back. If you're just here for the first time, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel or find me on, on Facebook. And uh, next week I have uh, an amazing guest, uh, David Lionheart, who uh, is, he's has a Ted talk. Uh, he's very philanthropic. Uh, you'll find out all about him. I don't want to, I just have him next week. So come back next week and uh, I will see you then. Peace.